I cannot believe the response today for Am I Wrong? And uh, you said she was wrong in what she asked her first date to do. That was really interesting. I've also been playing back some audition tapes of people who are applying for the job we have here at the station. I played you one of my old audition tapes because I felt bad like I was making fun of those people. And 7 billion people may sound like a lot, but it's not that much. All that's coming up right now on the podcast. And just to let you know, our recording equipment is recording a little glitchy right now. They're going to reset it tonight. So that's why you hear a little bit of that cutting out on this. Kelly Jordan. Was it wrong to ask him to buy another dinner? That's what we have up today. And am I wrong as we are joined by Molly? Molly, what's going on? Hey, um, thanks for hearing me out today. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I went on a date with this guy and um, uh, we, you know, we went to dinner and I had a babysitter at home and I asked him if he would, you know, buy her a meal also. Like while we were there, like, oh, we'll order her something too, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I, I just... I didn't really think uh, much of it, and uh, but I haven't heard back from him, you know. So I I didn't think it was going to be such a big deal. Um, and if it was, I, I just wish that he would have communicated. But like, did, it wasn't a big deal for me to ask him to buy like a meal for the sitter who's watching my kid. So wait a second, let me let me get up to speed on this here. So yeah, you, you went out on a date. You had a sitter at home. You asked the yep. guy you were on a date with, "Hey, would you buy a meal for my babysitter?" Yeah. And how did he act when he brought that up? He didn't seem to, like, he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, of course, of course, yeah, da 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 and we did it, and we moved on, and, like, we didn't talk anymore about it, like, we continued to have, like, a good date, I didn't, you know, it's like, I was like, if he had a problem with it, I wish he would have, like, said something, like, then and there, being like, okay, that's weird, like, why would I buy that, you know, like, if he felt that way, right. I just didn't even think twice about asking that, because he was, you know, he was already, you know, like, he was, you know, one of those guys who was, like, paying the bill, like, I, so I guess, I mean, like, and it wasn't that expensive either. I, I, maybe it's a principal thing for him, but I just don't understand why it was such a big deal. That's interesting because I don't know how I would react if if I went on a date with a woman. She's like, "All right, now buy something for my babysitter." I don't. I, I guess. Yeah. So you were just you were headed home right after the date, and you thought, "What the heck?" Yeah, like like a nice just you know I'm like I'm I, like I'm already paying you know the babysitter like I'm I'm spending money also just to have her there while I go on a, out on a date you know it yeah. wasn't like a, and then you should pay for this it wasn't like that I was just like hey I was like let's grab her something too like she you know she's probably hungry she's been with my kid it's like around dinner time I don't really have a lot of food in the house you know it's like right. buy her a meal too I, I just didn't think that it was a big deal but now he's totally not about it so what what did he say like he. Wh- like like when I asked him to pay for it? No, when when you oh. said, "Hey, I haven't heard from you in a while." Yeah, he was just like, "I just," he was like, "I just thought that was kind of weird. I just really don't think we're like uh, in the same wavelength." And then like that was kind of it. How how was the date otherwise? Was it a good date? Yeah, it was. It was a perfectly good date. I mean, there, there was no like. I mean, and he didn't really even have any like obstinance like when I asked that. But now it seems like. Maybe he reflected on it or like he talked to his friends or something and they're like, that's weird, dude. Like, don't, you know, it's like, I don't know like what that like, but I was, I was like, was that really that such a big deal? Like that we had a good date and that I, that, that did not want to follow through anymore. Well, the funny, I don't know. the funny thing is I feel like it's weird too, but I don't think it's so crazy that I'd be like, ah, I'm not, I would think, oh, she was, she was being thoughtful of someone who was at home watching her kids. It actually, it actually would be kind of endearing to me if, to be honest with you. See, like when you like, because if you did have more time to reflect on it, even if in the moment it felt weird or something, like I mean, like because I was like, I'm not, I'm not a crazy person. I don't like not see like the nuances of all of it. But I'm like, well, we could have actually just like you could have said something, like you could have talked to it, like instead of just being like, you know, shutting down and being like, yeah, no, I'm not interested. That was like too weird for me. And I'm like, we like, there's a lot more weirder things going on on dates these days. Like I don't. <laughs> Does he have kids? Uh, no, he doesn't. Hmm. Okay, so he doesn't get it then. That's the other part of it. 
yeah, I guess. I mean, but he's grown. Like, you know, it's like, I don't think he's, like, been not been around kids or not date. Like, he didn't have an issue with me having kids. He knew I had a babysitter right. and a child. Like, you know. Because he knew you had a kid, I'm guessing, when you set the date up. Of course. That's okay. what I'm saying. I was like, so he's not, like, unfamiliar and, like, you know, like, doesn't, you know. It's, yeah. It's kind of weird. <laughs> that is very weird. Okay. Well, you know what, Molly? This is exactly what Am I Wrong was built for, is we put this out there now. I'm going to put you on hold so you'll be able to hear all the calls and all the texts, Okay. Um, and then yeah. we'll find out, are you wrong for asking your date to buy a dinner for your babysitter who is at home? We'll get a result for you, okay? Yeah, it, it'd just be nice to hear some more perspective because maybe maybe I am a weird one. I'll be like, okay, we'll do that in the future. <laughs> yeah, at least you'll know for the next date now. Exactly, right? <laughs> All right, hold on, Molly. We're going to get some calls and get some texts. 320-656-9453. We got a lot of people texting in already. I'm shocked. All right, uh, what were you saying? Uh, I don't agree with what she did. You don't? No. If she wanted to buy a meal for her babysitter, she should have paid for it. She should not have asked him to pay for it. And then another thing, if you got a babysitter, watch your kids. Have some food in the house for the kids and the babysitter. That is true. Yeah. You got to feed. That was part of the best part about babysitting is you got refrigerator privileges. Right. And if there was no food for the babysitter, what were the kids going to eat? She's going to buy the babysitter a meal, but what about the kids? That's true. I don't think I don't think Molly thought this date through all that well, to be honest with you. No, if he asked her out for a date, no, she should not expect him to buy the babysitter a meal. All right. Well, hey, I appreciate the call this morning. Thank you. You're welcome. Man, we got a lot of texts coming in, too. First time texter, thank you for checking in, saying that uh, this guy did the right thing. If she doesn't even see that it's weird, then there are more weird things that come. Run for the hills, buddy. That must be a dude texting, and there's no name attached to that one. Kim says, I think it's wrong to expect your date to pay for your meal on a first date, let alone your babysitter. See, now, I don't feel that way. Like I, I feel like, okay, maybe don't expect the dude to pay for it. But I think a guy wants to pay on the first date. At least I don't. I always wanted to. You know, that was always kind of my thing. Uh, Stacy says wrong and tacky. Now, if she wanted to be nice to her babysitter, and she told the waitresses that, "Hey, on a separate bill, can you have a hamburger and fries to go?" Yeah, that's probably true. Maybe do it on a separate bill next time instead of asking the date to pay for it. So, boy, I didn't expect this. A lot of people are saying that Molly is wrong for asking her first date to buy a meal for her babysitter. This text simply coming in from a first time. Text are you kidding me? It's your responsibility to feed the babysitter. I would have dumped you on the date. <laughs> That's got to be another dude texting in. You guys, shoot me your names uh, with those texts right there. Gene uh, said, I do think it's an odd request. However, if everything else was good, it wouldn't be a deal breaker. It's being presumptuous. Also, not being mindful of his money, he probably felt like he was being taken advantage of. Yeah, I can see that one, too. Let's keep those calls and texts coming. What's up? Oh, wow. That is a bold move. Um, it's not something I would do. I, I don't think that I would even ask that, but I mean, times are different now. So you think it's a reason to go somebody and not go out on a second date? Well, I mean, it's a little bit, you're, it's kind of, I guess it's questionable. So okay. I'd be like, well, if they're that bold, what other things are they, do we not see eye to eye on? Okay. I mean, yeah. It's maybe a little red flag for me, but... That's definitely a good take on it. I don't it. know. Uh, what were you saying, man? I think that that guy could have thought that the second meal was just for her. Like for her to eat when she gets home? Yes. Well, I think she said for my babysitter. I think she told him that. You think that he just assumed that it was probably for her for later? Yes. Yeah. That very well could be. And that would be even more hilarious. Like, this girl's trying to get a second meal off of me? That's That, I mean... On a first date without knowing her very well, 
Yeah. That's where my mind would go. That's definitely... I had never been been around her kids before. Yeah, that's definitely a good take, man. I appreciate the call. Another first-time texter texting in. This is all kinds of wrong. First, presumptuous. How does she know that he can afford it? Second... Way to pull the kids in. Uh, way to pull the kids in on the first date. Why not pay them for for not? Why not pay them tool two? Oh, I'm sorry. I don't have my glasses on. I'm having a hard time reading this. Uh, just have them join you. Third, just no. Oh, that's from Don. Don, thank you for including your name on that one right there. I'm going to start wearing glasses for this. I'm that age now. Uh, she said she had to spend money too. How was that his problem? She didn't have to go on this date. Uh, Seaver texting in WTF Kelly. She knew the date was coming up. She should have either had food in the refrigerator or been ready or just not gone out on the date. Uh, let's see. When I need a babysitter, I order pizzas to be delivered. I prepaid for them with the tip so the babysitter and the kiddos can eat. Fun food for the kids and the sitter. All they had to do was answer the door. Aubrey texted that one in. Thank you. Another first time. A lot of first time texters finally coming off the bench on this one. Uh, Molly really got him going this morning. I would read more of your text, but I'm having a hard time seeing the screen right now and uh, I'm fumbling through all of them. Uh, Shane texting in the only way that would be okay to ask your date to pay for a meal for the babysitter is if the father if he is the father of the kids. Shouldn't be his responsibility to feed her kids babysitter in my opinion. Shane seems to be the common thing on this one. Cindy texting in so tacky and wrong this kind of person I don't even want to be friends with I would steer away. All right, I think we definitely got uh, some ammunition here so that we can give Molly her um, judgment today, and am I wrong? Let's get her back on the phone. All right, Molly, you heard all the calls, you heard all the texts, your judgment today, and am I wrong? People kind of saying you're wrong on this one, that maybe you it was okay to order some food, but maybe you just paid for it yourself. So I know that probably wasn't the result you wanted. Like I, I'm very much open. I mean, I'm in, I'm in the dating market. I have a kid. You know, it's like I very much want to understand if like there's some new nuances and stuff that like I've missed. You know. <laughs> well, will you do it again? Like, say you wind up another date with somebody, will you ask them to buy your babysitter a meal again? Honestly, probably not because I'm going to be a chicken about it now. I'm like, now I'm going to think too much about that. So, like, it probably traumatized to an extent of being like, okay, let me not do that because, like, I like them. So, you know, probably probably not going to ask again. Be like, hey, I'm going to buy a meal. I'm going to buy a separate meal right. for my babysitter. <laughs> and if they're like, oh, no, you can put it on the bill, I'd be like, oh, wow, not crazy. Well, probably just a case of maybe it was a little presumptuous, as one person said. And, you know, maybe next time just got to. Maybe don't do that on the first date. This bad communication right up front, I'm like, it's probably not going to work out anyways. Well, thank you so much for calling us up today and uh, being on Am I Wrong? And I hope it helped you out a little bit. It did, yeah. No, thank you so much. Small town salute. I want to say good morning to everybody listening in Black Duck, Minnesota, population 845. And tomorrow at the Black Duck Senior Center, it's Senior Center Cards Day with all your favorite card games. And then on Thursday at the Senior Center, it's bingo happening between 1 and 3 p.m. It's a busy week for all the seniors living in that 1.5 square miles that make up Black Duck. But that's why Black Duck, Minnesota, you get today's small town. Salute! That was your small town salute with Kelly Jordan. Obviously, we have an open position here on the radio station that we are trying to fill, and we've been taking uh, applications nonstop for it. And I think we're starting to narrow it down a little bit, and I think I'm ready to get another person in here because as funny as, as it has been doing the show on my own, I would like to get someone else in so, so we can have a little witty banter going on in the mornings. But I've been playing audition tapes of people who have been applying for the job, and some good, some not so good, and you've been giving your opinions on them, and I absolutely love that here's another one that we heard yesterday just new, music. new music is on
93. You just want to bang your head against the wall? You ever have days like that? Not that I do. That's just a hypothetical question. <laughs> All right, Calvin Harris, news on is on mix. Here's how deep is your love at 93.3. So I was one of the guys we heard yesterday. Well, I was wondering if I had any old audition tapes sitting around because I feel like I've been hard on these guys. And, you know, they're, they're dudes who are out of work and are trying to get jobs. I shouldn't be so hard on them. So I found one of my old audition tapes. I'm going to play it for you this morning because I thought this was kind of funny. This is when I was on a hip-hop station. Uh, it was called Hot 93.3. It was down in Austin, Texas. And uh, like I said, one of the audition tapes I have is so disgusting and gross, I'll never, ever play it, ever. But this one I thought was actually okay. Now, you got to remember, this is on a hip-hop station. Here's what it sounds like. And my name was Boogie at the time on the radio station. Thanks for calling. How can I help? Uh, could you please speak in English? I do not understand. I am speaking in English. I said, how can I help? Oh, I'm so, you have a very strong accent. It is hard to, for me to understand. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Could you, could you please speak in English, please? I am speaking in English. That could maybe even be uh, considered a little bit insensitive at this, you know, this current time in our lives here. But again, this was 2008. You got to cut me some slack on this one. If you're a dude, you should never, ever, ever be wearing skinny jeans. <laughs> I shouldn't be able to take your pulse by sight. <laughs> playing Are You Smarter Than a Drunk Girl? What is the politically correct term for a white person? Cracker! What's <laughs> your email number? What's my email number? Yeah. One. One? Yes, my email number is one. Okay. I look forward to getting your email. Okay. Okay, if you were sitting around with your homeboys and you saw that lady on Oprah who got attacked by a chimp, what would you say about her? Uh, I wouldn't be honest. Okay. Look, if Oprah's allowed to say that that chick's face was disturbing, then I should be able to say it too because it goes from God to Oprah to us. <laughs> man, I was just checking you out on the radio. I bought this, this new little ride from this place and the sea player broke, so I've had a, a lot of extra time to jam y'all out. Well. No, it's good to know the only reason you're listening to us is because you got a Kia. <laughs> That's funny to me because, like, I guess, you know, Kia back in 2008 was kind of like a budget brand of car. Now it's like it's like high-end stuff. That's funny to me. Now my wife drives a Kia Sorento for pizza. Hey, uh, a lot of extra time to jam y'all well. No, it's good to know the only reason you're listening to us is because you bought a Kia. These <laughs> phone jacks on the tens. Yeah, I bought a car there, and I was wondering if y'all could send a tow truck out so I could get in there to get it looked at. What kind of problem you having? Oh, uh, the radio isn't working. The radio? Well, that's a big problem there for a tow truck. Isn't it? All right, so you said you gave your kid a really strict name. What'd you name him? His name is Seven. Seven? Like the number seven. Right, no. Not like the yeah. color seven? <laughs> Boy, that is just one of the craziest things, uh, just hearing that. Uh, Jesse texting in, regardless of the content, you have a voice that people enjoy listening to. Well, I don't know. Back then, I was really like, I don't know. I think I was trying to imitate. I don't know what I was trying to do, but I like that. I'm talking just all crazy the whole time, but that is just wild to hear. So I'm playing that to show you that, look, I got embarrassing audio out there, too. Like I said, one that will never, ever see the light of day because I can't believe I would be honestly, I would be canceled if I played that one on the air. So we're going to keep listening to demo tapes. We're going to find somebody else to fill the slot on this morning show. I know our consultant is probably listening this morning and he just heard that hot mess that I played. So don't worry, uh, Jeff, it'll never get played again on the air but sometimes kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does and i mean no one it's time for maybe it's just me so check this out brian riley there's approximately eight billion people on the earth right now yeah now they think that homo sapiens have been walking the earth for about fifty thousand years 
According to their estimations, that means in 50,000 years, there has been a total of about 108 billion people who have walked the face of this earth. Now think about that. This tiny ball floating in space. Right. 108 billion people have walked across this earth. That's You know what that always makes me think of? Yeah. Like, you know how the dinosaurs turned into oil? Yeah. Like, will that start happening? <laughs> well, isn't that what happened? <laughs> You're asking the wrong guy. Well, it's yes. fossil fuels. It's fossil fuels, so dinosaurs <laughs> turning into oil, right? Yeah, okay, so you're saying humans are going to turn into oil? But wouldn't that happen at some point? Like, say a human being was buried 50,000 years ago or just fell in the desert and is... Yeah. Wouldn't they turn to oil at some point? I, I I don't see why they can't. I mean, the logic's there. Right. Dinosaur, unless there's something with the bones and science and that we don't know about. It could very well be, but here's another thing, is that the world birth rate is actually starting to decline a little bit because people from your generation aren't really having kids like they used to. No kids here. Right. You should be very proud of that. We're all very happy about that. <laughs> but we but, didn't want to be we didn't want it to be all you know busy. Too many people around. Right. Hey, look, man, if you but if you as they say, if you wait till you're ready to have kids, you'll never have kids. Both both of my children were all, whoops, <laughs> I guess we're parents now. Is, is that how it's supposed to be? I don't know. It kind of makes it a little <laughs> exciting. Makes it fun. But it sounds like it. Wait, the, the birth rate has actually dropped from 15 births for every 1,000 people to 11 births for every 1,000 people. So we're actually in a birth rate decline right now. Well, I guess I better hop to then, huh? You have to get some kids out there. Yep. We need we need oil in the next 50,000 years. I don't know if that's how it works. I really don't. But I've often thought that. Like, if there's been 108 billion people on Earth, wouldn't the ones from 50,000 years ago be turning into oil? It's, or does it take millions of years? It's probably millions. I mean, dinosaurs were millions. Right. So I, I we're... They're saying there's no people before dinosaurs? Correct. Although, I heard a crazy conspiracy yesterday. All right, get your aluminum hat on. So the word dinosaur is Greek for bad lizard, right? Yeah. But the Greek language didn't come around until 5,000 years ago. Wait, I'm getting this wrong. You know what? Never mind. No, go ahead. Keep going. I'd like to jetpack out, please. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I thought? Okay, so you talked about the population. Yeah. And, like, remember Genghis Khan and he just took out? Half the population or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah. Imagine if that never happened. How many people there would be? Oh, there'd be a lot, man. How crazy that crazy. would be. Yeah. But, I mean, 7 billion. I'm telling you what. You drive from here to Texas on I-35, you'll say, yeah, we got plenty of room for folks. Oh, yeah. There's, there's thousands of miles of nothing out there. Now, I don't know if we have the resources, but we definitely got the space. Didn't they say, like, the entire world's population could, like, fit in Texas and everyone could have, like, three square feet or something like that? That sounds like a lot of a square area. You know where else you could move to that's got nobody there? Oklahoma. You yeah. ever driven through Oklahoma? Oh, yeah. Well, that's on the way to Texas. Oh, my gosh. I would If I someone paid me to live in Oklahoma, I don't know if I could. Oh, man, the Flint Hills in Oklahoma? No, that's in... The Flint Hills are in... Dude, who cares? <laughs> nobody cares about see, this conversation You see what I'm saying? <laughs> this is the worst. That's in Kansas. The Flint Hills are in Kansas. Another place where there is nobody... <laughs> All right, what the hell were we even talking about? You maybe found this interesting, you maybe didn't. You're maybe more confused now than you've been in a long time. Well, I either am. way, doesn't matter to me because I'm going to have another fact for you tomorrow that you may find interesting. And I'm going to get that conspiracy theory worked out again for you yep. because it was super interesting when I heard it. But I That'll be here up tomorrow. I can't wait. But a lot of times I have to look you dead in the face and say, <laughs> maybe it's just me. I've been struggling to bring back the trash flash on the show and figuring out how to do it. But I did come across this story. 
This story definitely has some trashy elements to it. Uh, Jen Leverin's in here from our newsroom right now. Jen, have you ever been in a wedding where they say, speak now or forever hold your peace, you know, if anybody objects to this wedding, and someone actually objected? Um, no. Have you ever seen that actually happen? Nope. I saw this on Reddit, and I was just blown away. This is definitely trashy. A bride's wedding had to be called off during the ceremony after she was caught having an affair with the groom's uncle. Oh! And the funny thing is, people said like she was kind of a bridezilla, too. The bride has made outrageous demands for her wedding, including asking bridesmaids to spend $2,000 on their dresses and cancel any family vacations for her bachelorette party on the day of the wedding. The maid of honor informed all the other bridesmaids that the wedding was canceled because the bride was caught with the groom's uncle. Ooh, that's stretchy. Yes. I don't know where the story comes out of, but I'm having, I'm guessing Arkansas, Alabama, <laughs> one, of, one of those two. Obviously, everybody just got up and left at that point, but the groom was like, hey, we can all stay and still have a party no we're not sticking around for this one <laughs> but can you imagine something like that oh i mean just like i've i've dj'd hundreds if not thousands of weddings and i've seen some wild stuff but never anything like this that's that's super trashy and like <laughs> you know and like everybody kept it quiet until that day i know if someone had to know beforehand man yeah. oh gross conspiracy Ugh. But there's a couple of people sitting on hold say that they were at weddings that got called off during the wedding. What happened at yours? I actually was at one about three months ago. The guy came in and uh, walked all the way up to the front and said, I object because I slept with her last night during your bachelor party. No way. What did everybody do? All you heard was dead silence, a mouse scurry across the floor, and the bride take off out the door, got in the car, and left. Oh, my God, that's so heartbreaking. What did the groom look like? So the look on his face was like um, the the dog that lost the bone that couldn't find it again. Yeah, well, there was definitely a bone being lost, but hey, not that kind of show. Thanks for the call. Now, this was at your wedding someone objected? I objected at my own wedding. Oh, okay, that's that's odd. Not my first one, but my second one. The guy asked me to marry him after like three months, and I was Still not over my first husband. I was a wreck. Okay. I agreed to marry him because I was desperate and I knew I should not have it. And at my own wedding, I said, I can't marry you and walked out. When when did you do it? Like at the beginning or in the middle, the end? When? When they said, does anybody object? I said, um, I object myself. I'm not in love with him. I can't marry him. <laughs> Everybody was very shocked. Boy, that walking back down the aisle and just dead silence had to just be terrible. How'd you do it? My best friend was there, and she supported me and walked out or walked out with me. Okay. His family was rather upset. Yeah. And his friends were shocked. Yeah, that's shocking, calling off your own wedding. But, you know, honestly, better to do it then than, you know, waste 10 years of your life with someone you don't love and do it then. Thanks for the call. It's time for Happy Hour. Focusing on the good news. I got great news for you. The story comes to us out of British Columbia, but we're going to take it easy on the Canadians here for a second because something awesome is happening up there. Eileen Ingram, 10 years ago, decided she was going to raise funds for a young man whose bike had been stolen. Okay. Just a simple little act of kindness. She heard about it on social media and thought, you know what, how much would we need? A hundred bucks? So she put it out there. Hey, would anyone just want to chip in 10 bucks? And we're going to buy young Dylan a new bike. This was 10 years ago. That's cool. Dylan was 10 years old at the time. Sure. So now, fast forward to 2024, and here we are living in a world where Dylan has started the Pay It Forward Foundation. Now, what he does is, it's just, it's a simple Facebook group that he started, and uh, they have 3,000 members. 
And if somebody needs, well, here I'll read you his slogan. He says, we give someone a hand up, open the door for somebody, even put a smile on someone's face. We just try to do something to make someone's day better. The reason why Dylan started the Pay It Forward Foundation, one was because of the movie Paying It Forward. Yep. He thought that was a great movie, and it inspired him. And he had never forgotten how that act of kindness when he was 10 years old made it so he could have a new bike when his bike had been stolen. Well, to this day, they have helped people get... They have helped people with medical bills. They have helped help people with prescription drugs. They have helped people who have lost their jobs and need food. They have helped people in any sort of thing they need. People who have lost their home and need a place to stay. If you need a hand up, if you need some help, you reach out to the Paying It Forward Foundation and their 3,000 members. See what they can do to get you the resources you need. That's super cool. And that's all because when this kid was 10 years old, Eileen Ingram, who also helps with the Paying It Forward Foundation, yeah, um, just because she decided that this young man needed to get a bike, and that totally changed the trajectory of his life. That's insane. Right? And to help so many people with anything that you need. Look, I've been on hard times before. Right when my daughter was born, I lost my job. And like we had to go on WIC and all those types of things. And it is a pride-swallowing thing when you have to do that. Yeah. So to have something like this where they're just saying, hey, look, no judgment here. Tell us what you need. We're going to reach out to our members, and we're going to make it happen for you. That's unbelievable. It's incredible, man. And I'm telling you, this is what we always talk about, the ripple effect of kindness. You see it in stories like this, man. And I just I absolutely love it. And Dylan does this along with going to school full-time and working a full-time job. How? I don't know, dude, because there's people out there way better than us at things. We work one job and we're going I know, like, oh my and God. complain, like, oh man, I was I had to work five hours oh, today. It's insane. Jeez, we could learn something from a kid like Dylan. Probably should hang out with him. Learn Probably. something. Hey man, but that's why we do these stories, don't you get it? We need to be a beacon of light in the darkness every single day because there are great things going on in this world that we never hear about because they want to turn us against each other. Well, not here. We do it every day. It's called Happy Hour and it's brought to you by Audio Video Extremes. 